street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Was there anything that kind of popped in your mind, like it might be kind of fun to... I'm definitely terrified of spiders. I rattled off a couple of things. We can really examine anything. Okay. Are you afraid of butterflies? She is. <laughs> she is. He's afraid of all bugs. Okay. <laughs> Awkward. When you say heights exactly, what do you mean by that? Uh, I can't even get on the rooftop, man. I'm not afraid of death or ceasing to exist. I'm afraid of the dying process. Morning. How are you? I'm okay. Would you be interested in doing an interview before your walk or your run? Hi. I have a hobby. I'm doing something called street epistemology, and I'm doing the street version of it, which is, it's a little awkward, but I, I fly down strangers and ask them to select a belief or something that they think is really true. So they think karma's real. They think everything happens for a reason. They, <clears throat> your view on some political stance. I've even been, um, this week I've been um, experimenting with phobias. So like you're really afraid of, um, like that guy that I just walked by, he's afraid of heights. So we picked a belief, and anyways, whatever you pick, whether it's uh, you think God is real, or you think karma is real, or you want to explore a phobia, um, I ask questions to explore with you the what, why, and how of your thought process. Okay. Do you want to give it a go? Sure, why not? Beautiful. <laughs> Do you want to stand in the shade, though? Yeah. Okay. So let me erase his name. What is your first name? Shanna. Anthony. H-A-N-N-A. Okay. S-H-A-N-N. Are you okay if I record it? Sure. Okay. Thank you. At the end of the talk, if you're uncomfortable with it, just let me know. Okay. And I won't use the footage. Um, I kind of gave some ideas. Was there anything that kind of jumped in your mind? That you know? Oh, gosh. You listed a few of them that, <laughs> you know, I do believe in karma. I do believe everything happens for a reason. And I also mm. uh, have claustrophobia really bad. So. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's a few things. Claustrophobia. Would you be okay if we ex explore that together? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know how to spell that. Claustrophobia. Phobia. If I understand right, that's like confined spaces. Yes. Okay. So like I'm noticing we just moved kind of a little closer to this thing over here. <laughs> is is that is that confined for you? Um no, not at all. Okay. No, it would be more like um you know, I noticed when I was younger I didn't like being stuck in the, you know, the slides that were enclosed being held under the sheets or held underwater stuff like that <clears throat> oh yeah really okay freaks me out <laughs> is it is it so it, is it uh, not only the enclosed spaces but feeling like you can't move um, or is that the same thing like i, I don't can't know. breathe or like i mm -hmm. won't you know stuff like that uh-huh is this a belief that you've had for a while can you remember the earliest example? I don't know what age I was. I just know I was really young. And I think the first time I ever uh, felt that, which I obviously didn't know what it was, was like I said, I was in one of the slides at some 
playground and one of the kids would sit at the end of it and try to like hold me in the slide and I just started freaking out because mm. <laughs> I was in a uh, confined space and I couldn't get out. So. He was like halfway down the thing and holding like, you in? He was at the end to where I couldn't get out of the end of the slide oh, and I, I see. was stuck in the, you know, the tunnel part. And mm. so. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's I was pretty small. I don't know how old. It's funny how those like things can... <laughs> okay. It's funny how those things can stick with you. Yeah. Do you... Do you think that that experience might be the genesis of the fear? Um, I mean, it's possible. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's possible. Okay. Yeah. If you hadn't had that experience when you were five or six, you might be less fearful of enclosed spaces? Um, I don't know. I mean, I probably it would probably still be about the same. Even when uh -huh. I'm watching some movies and stuff where people are, you know, trapped underground or trapped in caskets or... Mm. Stuff like that, it freaks me out. <laughs> yeah, I can somewhat relate to that yeah. fear. But um, would you would you say that this is a debilitating fear? Like, is has it ever held you back from enjoying a particular aspect of life, or? Um, not necessarily. No. Okay. Mm -mm. Is it a belief that you wish that you didn't have? <laughs> uh, probably. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like I probably would never try scuba diving just because of. Because of that, only I've gone snorkeling, but I don't think I would ever do scuba diving just because of that. Yeah. Being like underwater for, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Let's say that you task yourself with uh, a project mm -hmm. to completely eliminate or greatly reduce your fear of, clo of closed spaces mm -hmm. over the course of the next year. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that you've, you've embarked on projects to learn things that you don't know before. If you were to apply that same level of curiosity towards creating a project to lower your fear of closed spaces, how do you think that you might go about doing it? Oh gosh, <laughs> that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I don't think I've ever thought about getting over that fear because it's always just kind of been there. and. Mm. I just figured I would always have it, so mm. I've never thought about really getting over it. Just okay. keeping myself out of those situations, I guess. Ah, <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> if you were to put your efforts towards figuring out how to solve this issue, mm -hmm. rather than just chalking it up to say, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to probably have this fear the rest of my life, mm -hmm. um, what do you think might be the first step in going about figuring out a way to overcome it. Hmm. I don't know. Very small steps. I would have to... I'm not too sure. Mm. Okay. <laughs> That's a pretty difficult question. I really don't know. I'm kind of wondering if, if there were people who... Uh, one last question. That's, <laughs> That's okay. It, I'm kind of wondering if there are if there are people who used to have your fear mm -hmm. and figured out a way to overcome it. I'm sure. Um, and they I don't know they wrote a book or they have a, a Facebook group that you can go to or they have videos online or something. Yeah. Would that be something that you would be open to looking into? Um, I don't know if I would go to like those links because I don't find it like a like you said earlier it doesn't like hold me back from doing a lot of things so I don't mm -hmm. know if I would be like that willing to <laughs> okay you know it's not like a huge part of my life it's just something that okay you know it comes up every once in a yeah. while but it's not like a big uh, detriment yeah 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. No problem. That was a lovely talk. <laughs> Seriously, I'm really glad that we caught that picked that topic. No problem. And here's my card. Okay. It's got my email address on it, so if you have any questions awesome. or whatever, and I think it would be great if you can give some thought as to what your life would be like, let's say a year from now, if you decided to embark on something that could help you address something that you, sounds like you don't want to have, a, a, yeah. a belief or a fear that you wish that yeah. you didn't have. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. Awesome. All right, cool. Well, thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Ch Cherry, Cherry, Cherry. Yes, how are you? I am well. It's how good are you? I'm lovely. It's good to see you. Good it was very nice. Yeah, I'm trying to get back to doing some interviews. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, good luck. Thank you. Bye. Good to see you. Oh, what a good talk there with Shanna. I think the, the highlight of that talk was her saying that she's never thought that this could be something that she could overcome, that she might live the rest of her life with this fear. She's never thought about coming up with solutions on how to overcome it. Uh, even though this wasn't a belief that tends to paralyze her on a daily basis, it is something that she encounters every once in a while, and it is a belief that she wants to get rid of. I am kind of kicking myself that I didn't simply ask her if she could recall a few times in her life where she decided on her own to learn something rather than assert that she's done it. it I think it would have been much more effective if she herself would have said, oh yeah, I remember I learned how to knit with my grandmother or I wanted to learn French so I spent several weeks in a course learning how to do that and then ask her if she thinks that she's capable of figuring out a way on her own to deal with this fear that she has rather again like I said than just assuming and asserting that she's done that before but no other than that I think this was a great talk so uh, um, I'm semi-optimistic that this was a beneficial conversation for her and it would be interesting to see what she thinks about that talk if I do run into her again Street Epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.